0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a good Sunday morning to you. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and those folks down near Jordan, Minnesota, that make the best patio furniture in the whole world called By the Yard. We'll talk to Jim in just a moment. Cardinal Corner, though, if you don't know, it's a wild bird store that has really everything for the backyard birder. Quality bird seed, certainly. Bird feeders and accessories. Unique gifts for the nature lover. Boy, they have so many good things. Pam and Lee own and operate this store. Two locations, West St. Paul and in the Newport Center. And you can help out our feathered friends with high energy sewage. The, the ladies remind us of that. Peanuts, black oil, sunflower seed, golden safflower, things like that. They're all high in protein and fat. And you can read more about all of this. They've got great tips in the January Cardinal Corner newsletter. All you have to do is subscribe online at cardinalcorner.com. And, of course, beautiful and unusual selection of bird feeders, bird baths, bird houses. Many of these items not only made in America, but made right here in Minnesota. Lee and Pam are in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy's at the Newport Center. Call them, 651-455-6556, or online at cardinalcorner.com. You will find out that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a birdseed store. And good morning to you, Jim. It is uh, overcast. Oh, we've uh, gained a few degrees. It's now three below, minus three.
1: Minus three. That's actually warm. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Warm, or, what should you say? Warmer. Warmer. Yeah. We, on the northwest side of Lake Waconia here, we have minus four, so officially minus three at the airport. And um, southeast winds, and it's cloudy. And uh, so that means changing weather. But um, n- still some nice frost patterns on our garage entrance window. <laughs> it looks like a miniature forest when you look at it. Sunrise today will come at 748 and sunset 457. So this coming week we're going to have sunset. After 5 o'clock, it's going to be pretty nice. Today, um, in the twin-season area, we have 9 hours and 9 minutes of daylight. We have gained 2 minutes of daylight since yesterday, 11 minutes since last Sunday, and 22 minutes is a total daylight gain since December 21st, the winter solstice. The normal high for today day is 23. The normal low is 7. Records for today january fourteenth in the Twin Cities high forty nine. That was set seventy four years ago, nineteen forty four. The record low minus twenty six. Set in nineteen sixty three, that's boy doesn't seem like that. Fifty five years ago and again in nineteen seventy two. So the record high forty nine, record low minus twenty six. The most snow we've ever received in recorded history on this date is 4.4 inches. And that was in 1999, 19 years ago. We have a very thin, waning crescent moon that rose at 5.44 a.m. I'm I'm sure it must have been cloudy at the time and no one saw it, but yesterday I did see it. And the moon sets this afternoon at 3.00. Fourteen. Our next full moon is January 31st, and it's the second full moon this month, and so it's called a blue moon. Also, it's another super moon because of being close in its elliptical orbit. Plus, we have the opportunity to see a total lunar eclipse on January 31st. The eclipse starts at 5.48 a.m., and the sunrise is 734, and the sunset is 737, excuse me, and the moonset is 737. So it's possible to see this eclipse if it's clear or partly cloudy. Lots of things happening uh, now in January. Uh, January 15th, that's tomorrow, marks the midpoint of meteorological winter, That's here in the Upper Midwest. That began December 1st and ends February 28th. Um, Though the days are short and the nights long, uh, the amount of daylight continues to increase by almost an hour during this month. Listen for the first Northern Cardinals uh, whistling, what cheer, cheer, cheer. That's a wonderful song. Yesterday morning, about 10 a.m., Steve Busler from Waconia heard his first of the year northern cardinal singing. What cheer, cheer! Last year, Steve Busler heard his first of the year cardinal singing January 21st. Actually, he heard two northern cardinals singing that day. They were several blocks apart. You notice that when he was out on a run. Two other WCCO radio listeners that same day. Uh, one in Carver and one in Plymouth also heard their first-of-the-year Northern Cardinals singing this what cheer, cheer, cheer song. So be sure to listen now, um, and you're going to hear it one of these mornings, maybe even this morning. Art and Barb Struck, Straw, Straub from the sewer heard their first-of-the-year Northern Cardinals singing what cheer, cheer, that beautiful song on January 5th this year. Julie Brophy from Victoria continues to hear the whistled Phoebe spring song of the black-capped chickadees and the wee-wee-wee spring song of the white-breasted nuthatch and the pump handle, also known as speedlunker spring call of the blue jay. Others, Other people have observed the same thing. Great. You know, it just makes you feel good when you go outside and you hear a, a spring song.
0: Some folks are wondering, Jim, uh, via text, uh, with all this cold weather. I don't see these birds, sparrows. Where do they, where do these birds go in this cold weather?
1: Huh? To our feeders. <laughs> Good line. <laughs> I don't know. You know. You know. I'll say this: they go and they come, or they come and they go. But um, you know, they're there, and uh, they try to stay out of the wind as much as possible. That's an important thing. Fluff their feathers out. Seek shelter in evergreens and, you know, around buildings, places where they can get out of the wind. They're here. Um, Molly Miller from Invergrove Heights in Dakota County reported last Monday, January, in fact this is a quote from her. I'm so happy to see a brown creeper creeping up the trees in my yard. They make me smile. Brown creeper is this tiny brown bird that's going up the trees, or go up maybe 20, 25 feet and then fly to the base and go back up again. They're looking for insects and spiders and, and their eggs and the cracks in the bark. Julie Brophy and her husband, Bill Lutz, heard a pair of barred owls duet hooting. We're hearing the great horned owls, but now we're hearing the, she, she heard the barred owls. That's the first had heard of that. She heard them, They heard them in Carver Park Reserve right near Victoria this past Tuesday afternoon, January 9th, the day we had a high temperature of 42 in the Twin Cities area and our January January thought I'm sure we'll have another January thought too. That evening, Julie and Bill observed raccoons outside their home in Victoria, and the next night, January 10th, raccoons were also out again. In northeastern Minnesota, at this time of year, Male common ravens do elaborate courtship flight maneuvers, including steep dives, tumbles, and rolls. David and Mary Brislance, who live on the ridge above Lake Superior at Luton, report that there's plenty of snow for good cross-country skiing, and Luton Mountain ski area has 30 to 60 inches of snow. The forecast for today is lake effect snow, that nice light snow that comes down. Um, the most numerous of the birds at David and Mary's feeding station are the common red poles. The red poles eat sunflower hearts and other seeds scattered on the ground. And the brislandes also see them eating goldenrod seeds from plants sticking up above the snow. These plants stick up two to three feet uh, above the snow level. Flying squirrels continue to come each evening. Uh, one night this past week, they had seven flying squirrels on their feeder at one time. The flying squirrels relish peanut butter, suet, peanuts, and hulled sunflower seeds. And David Brislance has also seen his courtship uh, flight patterns of the Northern Raven. In fact, he saw it three times this past week. Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, report that Rice County ice anglers are happy. The ice is about 15 inches thick in most places, and crappies are biting. They've seen a bald eagle near their home, and yesterday watched a northern harrier lighting low, very low, over a field. uh, I'm sorry, Marlene and Ray Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report that the woodpeckers, downy, hairy, red-bellied, and pileated, are eating suet like crazy, these cold days. Yesterday morning, a pair of pileated woodpeckers stayed and ate suet for almost an hour. Also yesterday was the first day they heard a pileated woodpecker drumming, an early spring sign, of course. Ray and Marlene heard downy woodpeckers drumming the first part of last week. Now here's where the birds go. 18 species of birds were seen at their feeding station yesterday including, you know, at this time of year, a rare white-throated sparrow, a northern flicker, and brown creeper. And sometimes they have over 30 northern cardinals at one time. On Friday, Ray saw two red foxes walking close together. This is the beginning of red fox courtship. Also, a pair of bald eagles was seen next to one another in a branch close to their nest, and that was not far from where they live in Northfield, just a couple miles east of Northfield. Do we have time for a little more, or should we talk about
0: buy the Yard? Well, let's do both. Let's talk about buy the Yard. Uh, In fact, I'm thinking about the newer listeners to your show, Jim, or uh, newer listeners who are unfamiliar with buy the Yard furniture, and maybe we should back up a little bit and tell uh, folks that this is still a family-run business down near Jordan, Minnesota, and they make out of recycled plastic milk jugs There's great furniture. You leave outside, you never have to store it. Jim has had your furniture for years, right? still looks new, doesn't it?
1: You know, it does. It's so amazing. I know parts of it have been out there for 10 years. And you know what? I just go out. It gets a little dusty because it's been dusty in the air. Sure. And we haven't had a lot of snow. But if I just go out and wipe it off a little bit, it looks perfect.
0: Yeah, it really does. And it's it's very substantial. That means, you know, in strong winds, it's not going to blow away. No,
1: ours never moves in the wind.
0: No, and this furniture, unlike, I think, any other patio furniture, by the yard has a 35-year warranty. Guarantees no breaking, no cracking, no splintering. And uh, as as Jim and I love, you just leave it out there. If you have limited space for storage, you don't have to worry about it. You leave it out, yeah. it does not be affected by the weather at all. And it's comfortable, moreover, and it's good-looking. Uh, they have these fire tables. Uh, a lot of folks have purchased those. I don't know if they're out there right now with three below zero, but, <laughs> but when it, it warms up, uh, people will be back out there on their decks and, and their uh, lake homes, etc. cetera. Uh, let me give you a phone number. A lot of folks call uh, after Jim's show and leave uh, your address. It's a recording, so just leave it. You get a free color catalog. 877-220-0448, 877-220-0448. It's toll-free or visit uh, buytheyard.net if that's easier for you. And check out uh, that catalog. See what Jim and I have talked about for so many years now. That, that you know, that, yeah. the, the
1: catalog, beautiful colored photos in it of different settings. And even better, if you ever had the chance, you're driving 169, you know, just past Chaska. Yeah. Maybe on your way to Le Sur or whatever. Over on the left side, you see the big building. Stop in and see that showroom. And just walk around and kind of imagine what your own yard may look like. A lot so, of good ideas
0: from some of the oh, nicest yeah. people in the world at uh, By the, uh, the Andersons there. Well, Jim, uh, let's see what else you have in your nature notebook.
1: Well, Tom Bover's reports from Fairboat this past Monday, the 8th. If they are long eared owls, as I said, and. Um, before, and person juniper tree also saw, saw a sawwood owl on Tuesday, and a single American robin and a winter wren, and found snow fleas. Now, snow fleas are just tiny insects.
0: Kind of remind
1: me of pepper on the snow. You know, they're a little bigger than that, but I don't know, three millimeters, four millimeters long. They don't have wings, but they have this tail that they can bend in towards their body, and then allows them to spring. In fact, sometimes they're called springtails. And they were out on the the um, kind of the wet snow. The uh, uh, this past would have been Tuesday, the ninth, when it was we had the warm weather. But um, it's it's just a neat thing. A lot of people have never seen snow fleas. I can't tell you how many students I've shown over the years snow fleas that were out. Snowshoeing at Lowry Nature Center, or even up in in uh, along the North Shore. But um, these snow fleas feed on just organic things, uh, leaves, other things uh, near the near the soil. Um, he also said that during the below zero days, he's heard trees popping. Danny, have you ever heard that? Just a
0: Kind of a <laughs> cracking, a loud stuff. cracking. Yeah, a cracking yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And um, on the warm days, and <laughs> warm day or days, uh, like the ninth and tenth of January, he heard pileated, downy, and red-bellied woodpeckers and saw them drumming. Jimmy Mace from the InTown Marina, that's on the south end of Lake Waconia, reports that ice conditions on the lake are the best in four or five years. The ice depth varies from 17 to 21 inches. And these people know because this marina is busy. There are hundreds, hundreds of ice fishing houses out on the lake right now. But just during the warm spell, the ice expanded. So now there are just a few pressure ridges. And um, these spots that have been lifted up, or moved. In fact, you can see movement of the ice coming up on the shorelines. So uh, be careful. Anybody out uh, out on the lake, especially when you're driving, watch out for these pressure ridges. During the day, um, people have been fishing for sunfish and northerns. Uh, in the early evening crappies and through the night, the walleyes have been biting. And uh, I, I don't really know how many fish houses, but it's got to be Maybe five, six, seven hundred out there right now. Holy yeah, I know. Wow. It's, it's these villages. It's just, just totally <laughs> incredible. Good. Do we have? Do we have any calls or anything? Yes, we time?
0: have. Actually, Arlene is calling from Prescott, Wisconsin. Let's, uh, Arlene, are you with us?
1: Yep, <clears throat> I'm here. Go ahead. I have a, I have a question about morning doves. Yes. I have, I have ten morning doves that are here every single day, and I have a heated bird bath. And they are in that thing every day and they drink, they drink an awful lot of water and when it gets
0: real, real cold, my heated bird that has an opening probably on the top about size of 50 cent piece and the rest of it's frozen but they'll drink out of that and then I keep filling it all the
1: time. <laughs> but I can't understand how their legs and everything, they stand in the water, how their legs and that don't freeze up, fall off if If you and I were standing on the ice with our bare feet, we couldn't take it
0: no not, not at all
1: <laughs> but but the anatomy of of bird legs is is a whole lot different than ours, and they don't have fleshy parts like we do, and um they they're set up so that they can stand the cold it doesn't it doesn't bother like you watch ducks. Swimming in the cold water or standing on the ice, anything how can they do it? Well, it's just because they don't have these fleshy parts, and um they are they're able to do this, and it 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 doesn't it doesn't bother them that much and It's interesting she would say morning doves because it's been only the last thirty years that the morning doves have been common um in the southern part of Minnesota during the winter time. A good share of our morning doves going to the southern states, like, oh, for down to Texas and so on for the winter. But some do winter over it. They love to eat on the ground, so if you've got cracked corn or or any other types of seeds, you can scatter on the ground for the morning doves. That was the last bird that our feeder last night. I saw um, the last morning dove left at, at 10 after 5. I was looking out. I could barely see it, and there it was.
0: All right, I, we just got a phone call from Dick in Roseville, who is feeding two pileated woodpeckers, one male and one female. Oh. How about and the, that?
1: And the way you tell them apart, now, these, these, this is the largest woodpecker. It's the size of a crow, American crow. And you tell them apart because the male, if you just look at the beak and then look along the back of the beak, it's a, I call it a red mustache.
0: A red so mustache. It so
1: it has this X just by the bill. And that's how you tell them apart.
0: Interesting. That
1: is so neat. Well, thanks, Dick, wow. for
0: that. And that leads us to the end of the show, Jim. So I know okay. you and I will be talking this week, and we'll have another Nature Notes next Sunday for sure. Sure. All right, Jim, talk to you in a few days. You have a good week. You too. Thank Bye you, Jim. Bye-bye. Jim Gilbert back next Sunday morning here on 830WCC. We'll have a look at that forecast in just a moment.